Hey everyone, welcome back to Nintendo Rama, episode 36. Let's get on with the show. Let's get on with it. Yoo-hoo! We're back, Dave. We are back. How's your cough? It's still there, so... If I don't reply for a little bit, it might be because I had to mute myself. Things happen. Um, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, mostly VR. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I got an Oculus Quest for Christmas. So, yeah, I've been playing um, Rigor Morty, Virtual Reality, uh, Super Hot, Beat Saber, um, Saints and Sinners, and Job Simulator. Oh, you got Job Simulator? Yeah. I didn't know that uh, Job Simulator and uh, Rigor Morty Virtual Reality were made by the same developers. Yeah. I um, have a good bit of VR games. I haven't played them in a bit, but um, it's cool tech, to be honest. And I'm excited for it it, like, the next 10 years where it goes from there. Um, and then besides which... that, I've also been playing um, on Switch Final Fantasy VII. Right, right. Did you, um, did you get Beat Saber or anything like that? Yeah, I played Beat Saber, but I, um, I did get it. I didn't play it that much yet. I gotta show you how to mod it. You can play whatever you want. It's a fun time that way. Oh, I tried to mod it already, and then I downloaded a mod that just crashed the game. Oh, God. It's super simple. First part I downloaded. All right, I'll have to help you with that. Anyway, um, I haven't been playing too much. Been working a lot, but um, I at least made like I went through all my Switch games, right? Just scrolling through the, because we don't have folders still, and right. I said I'm gonna make a list in and add games to this list that I know I haven't beaten for my backlog. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put every single one. I'm going to just put ones I want to get to eventually. I came up with like 60-something games, which is still a lot. And I'm just going to start chugging away at this list. Um, I want to try I want to try and beat... So I beat Pearl. I want to try and beat Diamond before Arceus comes out next Good week luck. at this point. But that's uh, no, not that hard. Um, so that, that's the first thing I'm going to do. And then I'm probably just going to you know, play, like, small games or, like, like, RuneScape or an MMO until Arceus comes out, because I'll probably just focus on that. And then after Arceus, um, I don't know. From there, based on a list and or whatever's gonna be out, and, you know, we still have this rumored direct that's coming most likely February, March at this point. So who knows if they're gonna do, like, a shadow drop or something like that. They might. But, you know, knowing that in March, Kirby is coming. <laughs> right, so we got the release date for Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. And March 25th, um, earlier than I thought. But yeah, I yeah, think it's a really. good thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, they're kind of competing with... They're competing with... Um, oh, God. Advanced Force. Um, but I think the genres are vastly different so it's not a big deal but 
considering Advanced Wars is also a um, exclusive. It's a little weird that they're going to be that close together because even though we don't have an official release date on the eShop, it still says April 8th, and that's only two weeks after March 25th, so yeah, a little at close. At first I was like, but at least Advance Wars doesn't have full price, but then I realized, yes, it does. Advance Wars is a $60 game. Yeah, but it also has one and two. It's not just the first one. Right. And there's online multiplayer and some other stuff in it, so... On top of it being a remake of the first two games, it has extra stuff in it. So I'm uh, excited for it, nonetheless. Um, I, I am happy, though, because like, that kind of still falls in line with Kirby and, and Advance Wars being March and April. Um, mm -hmm. That leaves Splatoon to most likely be June, July. And Mario Rabbids, I was going to say probably... May? May. May or June, if Splatoon is July. If Splatoon is June, then it's probably May. Or so, they could do an August thing. So here's the weird thing, right? We have Pokemon at the end of uh, January, mm -hmm. and then Kirby at the end of March, and then apparently Advance Horse at the beginning of April. Will, right. we get, will we get a Shadow Drop for February? Because I don't believe we have anything for, Shadow, uh, for February right now, do we? That's a Nintendo IP? No. Not, not an exclusive IP. I mean, there's still games. Don't get any, don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, I think it's actually probably better because if they don't, they don't have to compete with Sony coming out with Horizon Zero Dawn in February. Like that is true. So, so Sony honestly has that month locked down. Like as much as Nintendo has pulled, like that game has a huge fan base, and the first one I didn't play it, but from what I hear, the first one was pretty, really good. So everyone's expecting this one to be fantastic. And I mean, to their point, it looks good, and it's a PS5 game, you know, made for PS5. So I kind of think they have that month locked down. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's okay if Nintendo doesn't have anything. I mean, they have other, there's smaller Switch games coming out. Um, we have... Uh, the GTA Trilogy physically coming out. Monarch from... Miss America's coming out. Um, Triangle Strategies closer to the beginning of March. So there's right. also that. So like March is covered between Triangle Strategy because that's also a sequel, uh, not a sequel, a um, exclusive and Kirby. Mm -hmm. So so they're good on that. Because also in uh, February is Elden Ring and there's a lot of anticipation, as you know, for that one too. So like between those two games, maybe Nintendo didn't want to worry about competing. And just take over March. Because right now they have two games that are exclusive in March. And then they have April with Advance Wars. Um, Makes sense. That's not to mean that they won't do something crazy and just say, hey, Mario and Rabbids is coming out in February. Like at the end of the month. And that would be <laughs> insane. But you, you never know. I mean, they could. I don't I know. Don't... I think it's I probably. Know. I think that game's lending itself closer to a spring or summer release. Yeah, that sounds about right. They could, do a, they could do a smaller game or like a Nintendo Switch Online free game like they've done, like um, how they've done the Kirby games and Tetris 99 and Pac-Man 99. I could see them doing a game like that. Maybe, maybe they have a deal with an indie developer, you know, kind of like Games of Hyrule or something coming out in February. So, not Games of Hyrule, but like something like that. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's... And, I mean, we're getting close to the end of January, but Banjo... 
Kazooie is supposed to still be coming out for the 64 service. And if they're going to go on their... If they're going on this trail of uh, one month for one then 64 game, at least February will have that, right? So it's not like completely dry for Nintendo IP exclusives. Right. Um, that's assuming they go forward with that, which I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, they have enough to pull from there to last a little bit if they're going to do the one-month model. <laughs> um, so yeah, March, March is crazy because um, we have Triangle Strategy, uh, the Dot .hack game, which looks great, um, Rune Factory 5, Kirby, and then April has Advance Wars. And, you know, I could go into more detail on other games coming out, but, like, those are pretty big titles uh, mm-hmm. that a lot of people are anticipating. Like, Rune Factory 5 has been teased for a while. Dot .hack coming to the Switch is awesome because it's an older series. Um, and the others are... The other three are exclusives. So they already got three exclusives, plus Pokemon starting off the year before the end of their fiscal year because Kirby makes it in before then. Um, I'd say I'd say that's pretty good. <laughs> Just to start, um, I, I just think Splatoon lends itself closer to summer because, as much as it yeah. is just a great game, like uh, it's a little more targeted towards the kid age group as well, and you know, kids off for the summer with school and all that. Like, I just think mm-hmm. it's easy, easy sale. To be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I feel like Splatoon does lend itself to a good summer game. It, it mean... just feels like a summer game, like when you play it. Like I don't know. Yeah, that too. But also, like uh, I believe two came out in June. Of yeah. 2017? Yeah, because I think ARMS came out in May. So, like, it was pretty close to... Which is why ARMS, you know, didn't do that great. Um, <laughs> there's still the rumor that ARMS 2 is coming out, which I don't know about that, but, you know... I don't know about that. Um, the new trailer for Kirby, Forgotten Land, looks cool. Like, some of the new um, copy abilities, like that, the, the Kirby with the musket is probably my new mm-hmm. favorite one. Um, <laughs> and... I don't think they're doing new amiibos for this one, but I kind of wish they were. Uh, I, I kind of see that amiibo thing, you know, with Smash Bros. coming to an end, I kind of can see that dying out a little bit. Yeah. They, um... Because, you know, they, they, they had that thing going where it was like every character in Smash Bros. gets an amiibo, and it, while we're at it, might as well keep making amiibo for other games, you know, like um, Skyward Sword and Metroid Dread. But other than that, I, I don't, I don't think Amiibo is gonna last much longer, honestly. Yeah, they have the the only ones we've confirmed are the last set of Smash and the Monster Hunter um, Sunbreak ones mm. so so far, from what I remember. Um, and so yeah, like so far they're doing well. Oh, and and in in the release date, we also got the confirmation that there's co-op, which is cool. Co-op, yes. It's, um, always wel- the- it's always a welcome thing. So I'm watching this trailer, mm-hmm. you know, I've been watching this trailer, and it looks... Um, okay, so what... A couple of things. It looks more... Um, um, what's it called? It looks more... Um, lively than the original trailer, which kind of looked like big empty fields for a lot of it. Yeah, like and the- even though it's still apocalyptic, it yeah. feels a little more... Yes. welcoming and I, I've seen some power-ups like Drill Kirby that just kind of remind me of Mario Galaxy yeah yeah. It, 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 I think it'll be good I do um, oh, I, I'm not I, saying I think it's... they've I think they've learned enough from their other IPs and you know Kirby's been around a long time that I think 
the 3D will be fine. And having co-op is also cool. Even mm-hmm. I don't know if it's confirmed to be online co-op, but even if it's just local co-op, co-op it's, it's just always nice to have when, when it can be done. And so why not have it in there? Right. The only thing I want to say, looking at the trailer, is the levels do look a little bit um, bigger. But mm-hmm. um, it also has like a level structure. You see Kirby on the Warp Star right. flying from area to area, which, which does remind me of levels. Um, you know what approach this reminds me of? Um, bringing back the Mario Galaxy comparison, because Mario Galaxy was very linear compared to the other Mario 3D games. Mm-hmm. It was basically a 2D Mario, but with 3D power-ups. Right. Yeah, it's not and like 64 or Sunshine. I want to say, I say th- this reminds me of a combination between Mario Galaxy and Mario 3D Land slash 3D World approach for Kirby. It's not a big open world like uh, Odyssey or Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, you know. None of that, but more like take the 2D formula and put it in a 3D game. Just right, like yeah. That. That's um, what it reminds me of. Yeah, and the whole, like, you know, moving around that map. Um, it seems like almost you can move around the map, like, in 3D World and, like, maybe find mm-hmm. some hidden stuff or, like, shops yeah. while you're going through the level. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, this, this does feel like a 3D World for Kirby. And 3D World's port plus Bowser's Fury, in my opinion, was really good. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, obviously, because, you know, yeah. the, the, the core gameplay of Kirby is already, like, good. It's... It's obli- Kirby is obviously a more simple platformer than the Mario's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I feel like this is as well. This is a more simple approach of Mario uh, 3D World. I just want it... I don't need it to be super hard, because Kirby games, there's a few that are kind of difficult, but they're not known for being crazy hard. They're not mm-hmm. like EKC or, you know, Frozen... Uh, like- what's the other one called? Um... Um, tropical freeze uh, they're not like those difficulties but like i need it to be a little harder than star allies to be honest with you because yeah but but this won't have super easy this obviously won't have like breath of the wild level of difficulty yeah i mean i'm not asking for anything crazy it's just like star allies you can play with i honestly felt like some of the levels you could just play with one hand like run through it and nothing would Mm -hmm. happen to you and i mean even with yoshi's crafted world it's like right uh okay we need to we need to make this game a little harder. Where's Yoshi's Island at? Kind of a thing. Um, and that's 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 the one thing that might be an issue then when you when you see the gameplay, because um, as I said, it feels like a two D Kirby game restructured for a three D game. Mm-hmm. And you see that like there's this enemy right after he gets the musket power up, and the enemy just aims it in and takes one shot, and then the enemy goes into hiding behind a rock. It's and there's no yeah. other enemy nearby, so I do feel this might be on the easier side. Yeah, I mean, because we'll wait and see. Because like from what I've seen, everyone has positive reception. They're just worried it might not be as difficult. And I'm kind of interested to see how the boss battles go, um, because those are always fun in Kirby games. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And I saw Meta oh, well, Knight in the trailer. They had some kind of Wispy Woods thing going on. Yeah, Wispy Woods, Meta Knight was there. So we'll see. Um, E3 is again going to be digital completely. Um, yep. and E3 2022 is also in doubt as the digital event is maybe canceled to completely. So like no E3. Um, you know, I, uh, uh, I I don't like that man. I I don't like. Okay, okay. I 
I would feel bad because we would lo- we would lose like the one structured event with everybody. Like, oh, you know, Konami, well, not Konami really, but you know, Capcom is here, and 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 Bethesda is here, and and Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft and uh, Square yeah. Enix. But on the other hand, would it be bad to have them all do their own separate thing? No, I mean they already do it. It's just like the it's only been there thing for that... so long that it's just nice to keep. Yeah, but ever since ever since E three got di- went digital, it feels like it doesn't need the E three anymore. Summer of Games yeah. on its own was pretty coherent, and everybody did its own thing. And yeah. we could keep we could keep something like that going. We do not need E three as a. I think they need to update some stuff though, for sure with Summer of Games, to make it a little more coherent. Because sometimes it feels like it's, like, all over the place. Um, well, yeah, that's... And that's fine, because, you know... that. See, here's the thing, though. If you have E3, then every developer and every publisher has to have their stuff ready, their trailer ready, their footage ready, their announcements ready at one specific date. Right? And if they can do their own thing, it doesn't need to be that spe- specific anymore. They can be like, hey... We can have an extra day or two to get everything, you know, more or less, a little bit uh, worked on extra, maybe an even an extra week, which you can't really have with E3. Do they have to have this stuff together? I mean, sometimes E3 just shows title screens. We've seen this happen. Oh, you mean like you mean like Elder Scrolls Six <laughs> or 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 Metroid Prime? Yeah, I mean that is true. I don't know. It's it's a toss up. I'm 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 just I'm feeling not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying the only other thing I feel like the closest thing we'd have to E three now is um other than Summer Games Fest is uh the Game Awards, which is a little contentious and Gamescom, but Gamescom is a little more third party and indie. It's not as mm. quote unquote big, you know. Right. But, and Game Awards is cool, but Sometimes it's a little long, like yeah, way, way long. <laughs> like, that, that's the one thing that I feel E three has learned as a lesson, because um, you know when I watch a game show like this, what am I watching for? I am watching for the games. I want to see new game announcements. I, and in case of the Game Awards, yes, I want to see the Game Awards. Do I want to see an orchestra play a ten minute song? No. It's just I, like. I think it would be better if it was broken up, like, and that's why I like D three because, like, oh, okay, uh, I know today that EA and I don't know Bethesda have like an hour block somewhere. Mm. But they're not back to back, and they're not. You have enough time to like do something with Game Awards. Like, you want to watch the whole thing at once because otherwise, you're probably gonna get spoiled if you're one of those people who doesn't want to get spoiled because immediately people talk about it on Twitter as it's happening, right. or like you know something else comes happening. And the game was this year, I'm pretty sure it was three and a half hours straight. And I'm like, dude, it's a long time to sit and not and just yes. do anything. Like I barely have three and a half hours to play a game, let alone watch something. So it's like I eh. I watched it and then at some point, I, I believe half an hour in, I grabbed my Nintendo Switch and I was like, I'll just look over if something sounds interesting. And most of the stuff did not sound interesting. It was it was interesting. I just I think I liked E3 because um, you know, you knew when you were watching a conference, like, mm-hmm. okay, everything is about this publisher or this developer. So, like, you know, if you don't like EA, you don't watch EA. And, <coughs> or if you don't like Bethesda and that's not your thing, or you don't like Xbox, 
just don't watch them. It's it's not right. crazy. But like the other thing, the other award shows or game structured things like Summer Games Fest sometimes like mm-hmm. sprinkle in a bunch of stuff together, and it's like I don't care about half of this. <laughs> You know, so, like, I don't know. Like, but Nintendo, uh, Nintendo always does their own thing, so I'm not worried but, about Nintendo. Right. No, but you bring up a good point. Like when they showed off the trailer for um, Sonic Two, right? Right. Last year at the, at the Game Awards, I was yeah. like, okay, you can follow that up with a trailer for Sonic Frontiers. But they didn't. There was like a whole bunch of other stuff, and then Sonic Frontiers. And I was like, but the Sonic Frontiers trailer is what I want to see right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I guess it's just a matter of working on their, their pacing or something. Because yeah. I won't. I mean, the Summer Games Fest is good. I won't lie. I mean, did they do one in twenty twenty? I feel like they did. I don't. I don't remember. Because I feel like this one was better than the one before. I I, I feel like this was the second time they did it because you know COVID's been like two years now. Mm. So I think I'm right. Anyway, it felt. A little better than the first time they did it so like you know it is what it is and if it can't happen it can't happen and we uh move on we power through we well, know we know nintendo's gonna do their directs we know sony stole them with whatever they're calling their playstation ones because they started doing that um playstation now no now, um that's the name state of, of play stuff. state of play yeah so they have that so like we know they're doing it and then i've seen i mean xbox has done a few do those as well with Microsoft, and it's not like they can't start doing it if they really wanted to. So if that's the case, then we'll go from there. And then everyone else kind of just honestly does Twitter announcements, or and if, or they do it through a publisher or developer like Nintendo or PlayStation or Xbox with an exclusivity mm-hmm. deal or something like. You know, when you're watching Sony, you always know that you're going to see the new Call of Duty because they have that Activision deal. And I also feel like if you do like these digital only events, like like a direct, for example, you have a better control over the narrative that's going on because you know you you're working on this months ahead of time. You yeah. you record right. everything, you re-record everything, and then I remember the time, the first time they, I think Nintendo showed off um, Skyward Sword on E3, mm-hmm. and the the controls didn't work properly, which obviously yeah. was like on the Wii. a bad thing on the Wii. And you know you can prevent stuff like that happening in your right. own digital event. So yeah, because it's I, not because the live thing. There's always going to be hiccups, no matter who mm. it is. So I agree with that. Um, I I think that's a better thing. Plus, Nintendo. Even if you disagree with me, and not just you, just anyone listening, if you don't like the last few directs, like I don't care who you are, they've got their pacing down. They've nailed it. Right. It's finally like the last. I'll say five directs, or maybe even since COVID, their pacing's fantastic they yeah, they've they're great with it even the smaller ones like the indie ones the pacing's great i i i think i watched the first direct recently the very first they did and it was like i think they had yokai watch on that one oh and man it was i just i very... just got that for free <laughs> Oh, and I, I've been watching. I was watching that direct, and it's like this really lengthy presentation, and they show off like two or three games in total. Yeah, and they have come a long way since the beginning. Yeah, their pacing's perfect. Like they always started off with a game. Um, they talk about the game a little bit while showing gameplay for it. Mm. And in the case of the indie ones, I'll say fifty percent of the indie developers will talk about their game before or afterwards, and I respect that. You know, they want to 
give their right. message and talk about the game, but like they don't spend ten minutes doing it. It's like two minutes I, long and it's tolerable. I I love the sizzle reels that they always put in there. Yeah, they like, do the sizzle reels, and sometimes it's just even if it's not a sizzle reel, it's like an expanded version where like they'll mm-hmm. play a trailer and then it's like okay, moving on to this one, and it's like moving on to that one. It's like dude, yeah, you, but, they're like perfect with it. Like the sizzle reels always. You're watching them, and they they don't announce the games. It's like yeah, yes, they just they just say they just show the title. Like, you're watching, and you're like, hey, wait, what? Subnautica is coming to Switch. Wait, this is coming yeah, to Switch. Right. That is coming. And it's to like what? oh, look, they put F Zero in there because they don't want to mention it. That's crazy. I was like, I was like, especially the Subnautica one. I was like, I hey, I want to have an actual trailer for this talk about this game people need to know about this you don't put that in a sizzle reel <laughs> yeah that's how i that's how we found out about um house of the dead remake i was like wait this is coming to switch this is amazing and i believe i believe um uh what is it called slime rancher was also announced in the yeah. sizzle reel like and then oh, in hey, the sizzle reel and then in the sizzle reel yeah that's the other thing in the sizzle reel sometimes they'll just sneak in a shadow drop if they didn't yeah, already it's... show one and it's like dude you can't do this to us <laughs> that 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 that's that's obviously it's going to be like the um the pinnacle of Nintendo Direct like five to ten years from now. It's just a forty minute sizzle reel. You know what I've noticed though, and what I kind of dislike, they used to kind of when they had a major system update included in a direct, and now it's just mm-hmm. a tweet, and that kind of bothers because, me. Because okay, but that is also well. Do you like, really? I think. Do you really? Blue- like, I. I just think the like, Bluetooth thing and like some of the other stuff could have been added into a direct and not tweeted at 9 p.m. at night, kind of a thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. While, while I agree with that, um, here's my thinking: a Nintendo Direct, you obviously want to see the games, right? Right. Would you really want to spend five to ten minutes of a direct being like, "Oh, and here is Bluetooth support, like for your for your headphones, Bluetooth headphones. I this is how see, you enable it." But I just don't see why be aware. it wouldn't. What, why they wouldn't want to do it. Like, dude, if they put themes in a direct, do you know how many people would freak out? Themes is like I, such a big I, thing I, for the 3DS. I can say at least <laughs> one person who is on the other side of this conversation. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like people are still waiting for themes on the PS5. And I, and I almost feel like Sony's copying the Switch. Oh, we don't want themes. Like, <laughs> it's like, I just, I just think that some of the things could warrant. I'm not saying spend 10 minutes on it, but. It is weird, like, I, I actually think that Bluetooth tweet was at, like, 9 at night, Eastern, right. and they were just like, yeah, you uh, have a new system update, you can do Bluetooth headphones now, and that's it, thanks everyone, see you tomorrow. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, man. So, we'll no. see. It, it's, it's fine, you know, those, those tweets are fine, it's just the timing on them is sometimes weird. The timing is super weird. I don't know who, what... They don't ever do it at the same time, so I never know what time right? they're doing it. Sometimes, and... sometimes you wake up and you're like, Nintendo just announced this at 3 a.m. And I'm like, who the heck is at Nintendo at 3 a.m. tweeting out about the new game that's coming out? Yeah, and like sometimes Nintendo UK will tweet about it way before the US one, and then you're just waiting to see if it's confirmed. And it's like <laughs> super annoying. I just think they need to nail that down, because you used to be able, before COVID, to like know, like, okay, every Tuesday and Thursday, Nintendo always tweets at 9 or 10 a.m. So you would look. And if mm-hmm. they didn't tweet, there was no news. If they did tweet, it was substantial. And now it's like they just tweet whenever they want. And it's great. That's, you just never that's know. Wh- that's why we started this whole bit of like, oh, we're done with the, we're done with our podcast. Let's check on Twitter to see what we missed. Right, right. 
because like, it could happen any moment. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Um, Hockey Rocky Reshrine finally got a release date on the Nintendo Switch and has five playable characters with a host of new modes confirmed. I don't think I've played this game. So it's called Reshrined, but the yeah. thing is, when I'm reading the when I'm reading the description, it seems like it's more of a a sequel. I'm not entirely sure, but the art style reminds me of this. I, I believe this game was out on Super Nintendo, and uh, it's one of yeah. those games I've always wanted to play. I've heard it's like tough as nails, and but it it has like that, you know the the, the name alone gives it away. Reshrined. It has like a lot of that Japanese ancient lore in it with onis and demons and all that. Good, oh, oni means demon, if I'm not mistaken. But <laughs> like like it, it has a lot of the Japanese folklore stuff in it, and. It, I, 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 it, it really looks great for uh, for a shmup. I like the Natsume picture they uh, used in the Nintendo Life article, like the OG one. That looks really nice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it says the two games were on SNES, and then there was a sequel on Game Boy Advance. So yeah, and so the question is, it, like I said, it's called Reshrined, but then I'm looking at the description here, and it says. Um, uh, the new game will boast five playable characters that will feature a story mode, which is the return of the Sinister of Black Mantle. So, oh, yeah. is it a sequel or is it is it a remake of the first one or the second one? Or I also uh, appreciate the single Joy-Con mode, so you can play four players co-op. That's cool. It is nice, and, and there is a physical from PlayAsia. Also nice with English support. I, uh, maybe, maybe? This comes out April 21st, I think? Uh, yes, in Japan. There you go. So, that would, uh, that one, that's one to look out for. Um, as far as shmups, I was actually, God, I can't remember the name of it now. I was just looking at a shmup that I wanted to get that was coming out. Oh, my God. There's so many shmups on Switch. Dude, I... that's the thing. The Switch has almost, I want to say, revitalized the shmup and beat em up genre. Like, my, single-handedly. My favorite, my favorite shmup is still not on the system. Which, like, which one is that? Okay, so I'm a very old-school gamer, and this game is called Tyrion 2000. Oh god, you always say this. Yes, I know, and I would like a portable version of it. And the Game Boy version doesn't count, because that wasn't as good. Alright, fair enough. I just It's just like, single-handedly, the Switch has brought back beat-em-ups, in my opinion, to a great degree. Mm -hmm. uh, Shoot-em-ups to a great degree. Remakes, re-releases, -re and sequels of stuff we never thought would happen. All three. Right. And they're also bringing back, like, point-and-click games. Like, they're just bringing back these, yes. these like, sub-genres of games that, like, were forgotten. And I, even, I like, and even old-school uh, Doom clones are all prevalent on the Switch. That's great. That's I don't mind. And yes! That, that's one thing that surprised the heck out of me. With the success of games like uh, Duke Nukem 3D, you know, the, the remake. Right. Um, people are making new games using those old engines. And I'm like, yes, please do more of that. Use those old engines and make new games in that style. Because the limitations of that engine will force you to be more creative with the game. Right. Yeah. There's also a lot of... Um... First-person dungeon crawlers on the Switch, which was a forgotten yes. genre because everyone switched to third-person or, you know, like your, your Shimagami Tensei um, and Persona style. Mm -hmm. I guess that would be considered third-person. But, you know, like, the uh, first-person ones were forgotten, and, that, dude, there's a ton on the Switch. A literal ton. Most notably, recently, the one I started 
and some people in Discord talking about is Undernaught's Labyrinth of Yomi, which is awesome. The art style's great. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely old school nostalgia feeling. If you guys are interested in looking at that one. Um, but yeah, it's bringing back these old school ones. And I don't know if we have this article, but as far as I saw in the news, the Switch has finally outsold the Nintendo Wii in lifetime sales. Good. I didn't have which, that as an article, but I didn't know that. It's not, um, I don't know. I, I think it was like unofficially, officially confirmed. And like, that's crazy. I know. I, especially since we got the news like a year or two ago that the um, Switch was only halfway through its life cycle. <laughs> and it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, there's also, um, I, think, I think the next one after that, I think the only Nintendo... Well, so, based on that metric, it's the best-selling Nintendo console right now. Um, mm-hmm. Not not Nintendo platform, because I think the Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, slash uh, Nintendo DS are still above it, but the you know DS is going to be quite hard to beat. Right. But, like, that's an astounding metric. Especially with the fact that, like, it's only turning... I, I We're going into its sixth year, right? So, like... Yeah. That's that's insane. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. So yeah, if it is true that they beat the Wii, which hasn't been updated yet, they would have to try to beat the PlayStation, PlayStation Four, Game Boy, and Game Boy Color, Nintendo DS, and then finally PlayStation Two. Well, yeah, but look, if they beat the PlayStation Two, I would, I'd freak out. Um, <laughs> I have an article here that says that, um. The Switch sold another 1.16 million units for the week of December 25th, so the lifetime sales updated to 101.88 mil compared to the Wii's 101.63 mil, so yes, it has passed the Wii. Nice. The next one up is the PlayStation at 102.49 mil. That's going to be easy as hell to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, then PlayStation 4 at 116 mil, so that's the next one we're going to go for, I guess. Um and then after that, the Game Boy. I honestly, I really think it could beat the Game Boy, which is at one hundred and sixteen point eight mil. So and we'll Game say Boy... one hundred and seventeen. That's it, Game Boy actually... and Game Boy Color. It's it, yeah, it's interesting when you think about Game Boy because that system was released in nineteen eighty nine, and then Game Boy Color was released in nineteen ninety eight because of the new popularity due to Pokemon. Right. Yeah. So they just so, lumped the two together. Yeah, but that's still that's a long gap, like. Dude, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe alone <laughs> has more <laughs> sales than the Wii U. So, like, that's just crazy to think about. I, what was the Wii U? Like, 18 mil or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I mean, Super Mario Odyssey sold more than the Wii U as far as consoles go. Like, that's just weird to say out loud. What's even crazier is Mario Kart 8 is at 38 mil, and then Animal Crossing is at, like, 35 mil. And Smash is at 25 mil. Like, those three games are just... You know, that's, that's that's just funny to me, you know? It is. You see, and... you see companies, and they are like, oh, if our game doesn't sell at least, like, 5 million, it's considered a failure. And then Nintendo's, like, casually could sell, uh, selling 32 million of a single game. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's like... What the hell? Not even a new game, no, a re-release. And if you're talking about... If you're talking about specifically Japan... Um. Uh, the Switch is the best-selling console um, compared to um, every other console, apparently. So, like, wow, 
Yeah, because when when you were looking at those um, numbers or whatever, mm-hmm. I think it was for 2021, I think the Switch was like the highest one or something like that. I read some crazy metric. I was like, wow, Switch is, uh, Switch is just killing it. This is, this is why they don't care about upgrading anything, because <laughs> they don't like have you, to. You know why that is, right? Which one? The good sales on Switch. Because, because Nintendo's, Nintendo Switch has games. Okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, My Hero Academia <laughs> Ultra Rumble is a free-to-play battle royale headed to Switch. And Why, why um, are you skipping Gem Wizards? Gem Wizards? I, I didn't even see this one. I have no idea. Okay, fine. Fine, we'll talk about it. Well, no, I'm going to continue talking about this first. Um, I, watched this, I watched this trailer. What did you think? Um, it, it, okay, so they call it a battle royale, yeah. but I don't, asso- I don't really associate um, My Hair Academia with the traditional battle royale usually. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 24, so it's definitely the smallest battle royale, but like, it looks well, pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, I haven't actually seen the anime. I've always been meaning to because I've heard it's like really good. It is good, yeah. And, but if any anime would be good for Battle Royale, it would probably be this one because from what I understand, this one has a ton of characters. Right. I would probably say that like the only other ones that probably could do it are One Piece naruto and maybe dbz but dbz's getting that dead by daylight clone so like yeah i I mean like a one piece one would be dope because they've already done the warriors games and some other stuff so like you know they have a lot of characters i mean they have a thousand episodes of course they have a lot of characters but like have to have many episodes without having a lot of characters right so like yeah but i mean this is cool it's free to play i'll probably check it out and see what it's about um definitely recommend the anime if you haven't and not gonna lie bandai namco as a whole, and Capcom, they're kind of in a renaissance, dude. I've said it before. Mm. Like, making a lot of good games lately. Like, everything they're doing is pretty crazy. It's, uh, it's Square, actually, Square uh, Enix was in, that, was in that realm for a while, and I would say they still are, but some of their games are just not doing great, like Avengers, but then they also have Final Fantasy fourteen. so it's kind of like, eh. It's actually funny that you bring up that uh, Dragon Ball Z Dead by Daylight clone. Because last year they had the uh, closed beta. Right. And then earlier, I believe this week, they were like, hey, um, here's a quick news update. Uh, the game's coming to, you know, all, all systems and it will, um, we will try to continuously improve it because this is something new that we're working on. Um, it won't really have a single player mode. The single player mode is only tutorial. The rest is online only. I wish they would do bots, dude. But I was like, if they're bringing all this news out, plus the closed beta last year, I'm feeling that release is coming up sooner than we expect. I think it'll probably be out before summertime. That would be great. That's something I've been hoping for. I honestly think it'll probably... Oh, you know what's a good idea? Maybe they'll try and time it with the movie, because they're coming out with a new Dragon Ball Super movie with Gohan. Um, Yeah, Superhero. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll try and time it with that. That would, because, you know, that's easy cross traction. And I don't I know. I mean, if we... yes, but on the other hand, the game has none of that in it, right? As far as you know. As far oh, yeah, as they've announced, I mean, the only. They could the only always characters... add in whoever they want. <laughs> this the is only, what the I mean. Char- they have so many characters. Right. The only characters currently that we have is like 
citizens, quote unquote, and um, sell Frieza and Boo. There, I find I'm, uh, I'd be hard pressed to believe they won't add in um, any super characters, um, or any other villains. I mean, there's plenty of other villains to draw from. I think if they had to, if they had to put in any super character, it would be um, Moro, which you haven't seen yet because of the anime hasn't hasn't continued yet. But in the manga, no, dude, they're gonna. They would probably. I'd say they would start with Beerus, just because like well, he was like a villain who turned good kind of thing. I feel like yeah, that'd be well, easy. But here's the thing, though. A lot of the um, a big gameplay aspect of um, the Breakers transformation is is the transformation. And Moro is a character who has a bunch of transformations. That's why if anybody would be put in from Super, it would be Moro. They could put in um. Moral's Moral's that dude that uh isn't he like isn't he isn't he like uh blue and he has the horns um he looks well, kind of looks, looks like, a, like goat. A, a goat yes yes that's Moral yeah he's pretty wild he has a bunch of transformations though I don't know if they put him in because they're usually waiting until they're revealed in an anime before they introduce him in games it's very rare where they like. Don't do that, and if they did put him in the game, like the character is an anime shortly after, kind of a thing. Well, well, see, here's the thing. This is why I feel like they might release this game earlier than expected because um, they have announced that there is another big Dragon Ball announcement coming this year. Yeah. Which might be the sequel show following up after the uh, yeah, after I the think tournament it's... of power. I think it's probably time to uh, to do that. They could put so, Broly in because he has different forms, kind of. Kind of, but see, see, see what I'm getting at. They could release the game and then announce the show. Being, let's say, the show comes out after summer. Right. Then they have this entire period from early this year to summer to get the game balanced and well worked out, and then add in a character like Moro because that's basically the next arc, anyway. That's true. They could put in um, Goku Black and then do the the forms with the fusion. That could like also that. work. Um, but anyway, uh, we're, this game looks we're good. Off we're, track. We're way off track. <laughs> way off topic. Welcome back you to can... the Dragon Ball Super podcast. Um, <laughs> I could talk about Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball easily. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cotton Fantasy was the name of the shmup, by the way. The Cotton series. Oh is... yeah, I've heard of that one. The Cotton series is super popular apparently on Switch now because they've been putting every single one of their games back on here. Cotton Fantasy is a new game in the um, universe. I got the first one, Cotton Reboot, and it was a lot of fun. This one's going for a more modern look. I might get the physical from Strictly Limited, but um, yeah, 30-year anniversary. And this is what I mean. Every game, I feel like on Switch, is the 30th anniversary, and they're all there. It's like, <laughs> it's like what the hell? Um, you, know what? you know which game I wanted to bring over? Um, December, the, December of last year, um, Sting released, uh, Sting developed a new Dokapon game called Dokapon Up, Mugen no Roulette. And I love Dokapon. Please bring Dokapon over. Wait, didn't they have uh, that Dokapon Kingdom game? That was on Wii. Yeah, but isn't didn't we say that uh, that other game was similar to it that I got? Um board game god what the heck is it called <laughs> um billion billion road is that what it's called oh no 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 no. dokapon is completely different no dude 
I know it's different, but I'm saying like it was in the similar vein of that, just less fleshed out. And Maybe. then we were we were talking about Dovacapan, and I'm like, they should bring this to Switch. It'd be cool. Yes, but yeah, uh, if you know if they released it December of last year, uh, you know that didn't that it come out tell... in Japan though? Oh, the Mugen no oh. Roulette. Sorry, my bad. 2020 was two years ago. <laughs> December no, I 2020. About, I was about to say, I know someone who was playing it. I'm like, uh, this game came out. Yeah, no, that would be cool if they brought that over. I agree. Um, Gem Wizards Tactics brings cute but demanding turn-based warfare to the Switch. And That's... I don't know anything about this. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, so yeah, this is another one of those genres that's basically making a comeback to tactics games. Like, they haven't really left with games like Fire Emblem sitting around. Dude, tactics but, games are freaking amazing. Okay, I already yes. want this game. Um, I'm, I, I, I knew it. I knew, I knew as soon as you would see it that you would want it. <laughs> this is like... um, This looks like uh, not Advanced Wars. What's that game that's on the Switch now? Wargroove? Uh, Wargroove this, looks like, yep. this looks like Wargroove mixed with every SNES JRPG that ever released in terms of the sprite quality, and I love it. And I want it right now. And then the the octagons from, like, Civilization. Yes. Unlike the regular squares, they use octagons, which, you know, gives a little bit extra movement. Which I've heard is actually very common in tabletop strategy games. So I wonder why it took this long to actually adapt that instead of squares for most video games. Doesn't doesn't Catan use uh, octagons? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. So there's four nations, 26 units, and they have special skills. There's a map editor. Oh, yes, already. Story mode, <laughs> campaign, custom games. Um, no release date yet for the Switch, but yeah, this looks pretty, this looks pretty dope. I have to, find, I, I have, to, I, remember, I have uh, to remember this page. I, I saw that, and I was like, Frank is going to appreciate this one. Yeah, this is hot. This is hot. Um, pan- Pandemic will apparently be removed from the Switch eShop this July. I don't know yeah. what this is, but I don't know why so, this was... <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. If a game gets removed from the eShop, that's always um, unique, in my opinion. Um, right. Pandemic is based on the board game. Which I didn't uh, know existed. Yeah, it's a really good board game, and this is a digital adaption of the board game made by Asmodee. They usually do a really good job with oh, the yeah. board games. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has also been pulled from um xbox uh, uh it, it gets pulled from everything it already has been pulled from steam and stuff so why it's taking longer on switch i don't know probably a nintendo thing they are not saying why it's getting pulled but yeah it's weird maybe they lost a license to a, a pandemic that that seems maybe, like the maybe most... they're removing it because of the name <laughs> mm, at three years in i want to say no you never know people are people make the weirdest things but, but if, usually when it says, unfortunately, the team can't reveal why, I want to say it's a licensing issue. I wouldn't say it's Nintendo, though, because... No, 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 it's... not Nintendo. I'm saying this is uh, uh, the original developer of the board game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a license, you're right. Because like, if... yeah. this, So this is what happened with Scott Pilgrim, and that's why everyone was like, yo, this is crazy, but I don't think there's a physical for this one. No. No. There it is. Limited Run's about to release a physical for this tomorrow. <laughs> um, Persona 4 Golden could be released on Nintendo Switch in 2022. I've seen this leak, and I also heard um, 
Persona 3 thrown in there, and maybe even Persona U, or not Persona U, Persona Q, which was on the 3DS. Mm. Um, yes. I have never wanted a game on the Switch more than this one. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I I think the only other game I want on the Switch is um, probably, like, I don't know, maybe a native version of Fantasy Star Online because it's only it's mm. still only on Xbox because I know in Japan it's on the Switch. Or maybe like the Dragon Quest ten MMO. I don't know. Anyway, I've never this is the only game I've been asking for for Switch. Like yeah, you want your remakes and your ports and stuff, but like I just want this put on Switch. It's already on Steam. They saw how yep. well it did. Um why 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 not? Do you know there there's only what there's probably only one game but that's a collection that I would want more on Switch than this which would be the legacy collection of Metal Gear Solid. See, I would like that too. I just think it's a little harder to do. But yeah, but besides that Persona 4, I have it on uh PS Vita, but if I could get it on Switch, heck yes. Oh, I actually I'm lying. There are two other games I want. And it's only for completeness, and it would be Disgaea 2 and Disgaea 3. Because we have 1, 4, 5, and 6, and we don't have 2 and 3, and it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that just that just bothers me. I mean, we got all the Darksiders games before we got 2 and 3, and I'm like, what the heck is that? So, and, and we're getting all these other games in the Persona universe, like Prinny and stuff. Yeah, and... um. We're, we got we get scrambled Wait, and now we're getting. Did I, did I say Persona? I meant this guy. Yeah, I, I knew I knew what you meant. We're getting we got this Persona scramble game and now we're getting Persona Four Arena Ultimax, which is the fighting game. So like, mm. just just give us golden, dude. That's all you gotta do. I'm not even asking for five. I never did ask for five on the Switch. I never thought it could do that well. But like three and four and Q one and two on from 3DS could all run on the Switch super easy. My vision is I, if it can run on Vita, it can run on Switch. Like, what's the difference? I mean, Just put it on there. It, that that's true. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. And it was great on the Vita. It's fantastic. That's a lot of. That's really part of the reason why everyone I know bought a Vita at first was because of this game. And it's still my favorite Persona game, and it has the best music. And anyone who tells me Five has better music, I you're wrong. That's it. <laughs> um, Four does have really good music. Um, the information comes from the Nate the Hate podcast. Host Nate Drake confidently throws in one last minute prediction from Atlas, saying there's a reasonable chance Persona 4 Golden comes to the Switch in 2022. Thinks there's a good chance of that, as we know for the first half of the year we're going to have Persona 4 fighting game, and we think before the anniversary ends, Persona 4 Golden is announced for Switch and PlayStation. And he thinks it arrives on Switch in 2022. Um, not a Not a bad prediction, because of the anniversary. I also think um although i thought that about donkey kong and we didn't get one for his 40th anniversary so we've got nothing for donkey kong but they not even break... not even a freaking mention <laughs> they didn't even do they could have done a game and watch it i would have been happy but they didn't do anything they were just like nah forget him we'll see you at the 50th <laughs> i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it here now and i believe if they release persona 4 golden on switch there's only one RPG left that I would like have a re-release on Switch. Here it is. Lufia. Wow, that's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I have two other RPGs that I think should be on the Switch because every other RPG is represented. Go do you on. Think, do you think you know what they are? 
I have no idea. Chrono Trigger? Oh, uh, Chrono Trigger? Oh, let me guess. Uh, no, no, no. It doesn't make sense because Kingdom Hearts is going to switch already. Yeah. King Chrono Trigger and er Earthbound. Those are the only two that I would want on Switch. Chrono Trigger, the fact that it's not on the Switch when it's on the DS and it's not in the SNES thing, but it's on the SNES Mini bothers right. me to no end. Like, <laughs> just add the game. Everyone wants it. Earthbound, I kind of get a little more because there's some stuff around it. Oh, and, me and Super Mario RPG. I'll throw that in there, too. Okay, like, Sup Super Mario like, RPG. Dude, how the hell is Chrono Trigger not on there when it's, like, such a defining genre RPG? I just it don't get it. Because Square Enix. Yeah, but we got all the freaking mana games. I never thought we would have all of the mana games in one spot. Like, we even got ones that we haven't seen in forever on there. And Luffy should have, also be on there. We don't have Children of Mana. It doesn't... My point is, we have all of these <laughs> mana games. We actually... Actually, I'll even throw in the fact that we still don't have Final Fantasy 1 through 6. I don't understand. <laughs> How do we not have them when we have 7 through 12? We even, have 15, we even have 15 Pocket Edition. Because Square Enix doesn't know what they're doing. I wasn't even asking. I've been asking for 1 through 6 for as long as 7 through 12 have been on there. Because they released 7 through 12, like, you know, months apart kind of a thing. Rem remember when they announced 1 through 6 and everyone was just like, oh, this is definitely coming to Switch. We need this on Switch. And then they're like, nah, PC and mobile only. Right. And it's like, I don't <laughs> even care if you give us the Pixel remaster. I really don't. But like, why would you not put it on the Switch? Why? Why would you not do that? Like, so then everyone can at least play the first 12 games. Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, dude. It's not like they're not going to run. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. That would be such a cool collection to own. I would, I would buy the hell out of that. Um, um, SNK versus Capcom Card Fighters Clash is dealing now on the eShop. I was actually going to buy this game. Same. This looks good. Um... I never played the original. This was on the, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, Neo Geo? Yes, the Neo Geo. I was gonna buy oh, this Sorry, game. Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah, I was gonna buy it. Um, Pokemon style release game back in the day with two different versions, with mm -hmm. each one having unique cards and decks, and if you had both versions of the game, four versions if you consider English and Japanese, each iteration had its own save data and you could trade between them. So, it, you know, it's a card collector game. Um, I, uh, it's cool. I like the SNK and Capcom games. They're, they're always fun. I feel like we should do, I feel like we could get some more um, Neo Geo Pocket Color titles because that's a. I got that collection from, uh, from Limited Run. The uh, Neo Geo Pocket Color Collection Volume 1 or whatever it was called mm -hmm. um, that, they, that they did on the Switch. I, I think they can do a second one. I mean, it's Volume 1, right? So why not? Right. I mean, why not? Isn't um, isn't uh, Nis is it Nis doing the second collection of Prinny? Yeah, Prinny present classics. Yeah. They're yeah, doing a volume. So. They're doing volume two. They already got announced. I'm pretty sure. So yes, they have. You know that one had like, a lot of like those RPGs included, didn't they? The second one has um, what you call it? Makai Kingdom, which is what I wanted in the first one. Yes. And it has um it has uh another one which I didn't know. Um 
Dark Death, Evil Man, something or other, ZHP, Unlose, I don't know what the heck that is, but I wanted Makai Kingdom, so it's there. Point you being, which, I could see them doing a second one. You know which Neo Geo, Neo Geo Pocket Color game I would like to see get a release, which mm. I don't think has ever been re-released on anything? Um, the Sonic the Hedgehog game. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Wait, because, was it, are you sure it wasn't in a Sonic collection? Because I feel like I remember seeing that somewhere. I don't think so. I think it was called Sonic Pocket Adventure, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, that's all. Are you sure it's not in the new Sonic thing that they're doing? Uh, you know, wasn't there, isn't there like a new Sonic thing coming out this year that's separate from Frontiers that they announced? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, that Sonic collection? Yeah, with Knuckles and some other stuff in mm -hmm. there. No, that was only Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles, and I believe Sonic CD, but I'm not entirely sure about that one either. Those, you know those collections that were on the GameCube, right? Those collections were Yes. Good. And I don't think any of those have... Switch? No, no I don't, don't think oh, any of those have, have uh, Pocket Adventure. Uh, those GameCube collections were solid, and the display with the, museum, with the museum was really nice. I, I really liked um they had the Sonic Gems collection. Yes, and that's then what they I'm had... saying. The, that they had that they had basically it was like a three D version collection and a two D version collection. Mm. Yeah, I And then they had that then they had that collection that had like Sonic C D, Sonic R, Sonic Three D, Right, Sonic that's Defiance, what I'm saying. like that, that, that was, one. That was a good one. They were both the... just awesome and they had cool presentation. Mm. Well, here's the thing that I found interesting about Sonic Pocket Adventure. It has real use level ideas from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So you will go through like Emerald Hill Zone with new level design. Uh, you will go through um, uh, Chemical Plant Zone with new level design. You know, all those levels with new level designs. Mm -hmm. But then it has the music from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. That might be why. The Maybe. music might be why it hasn't gotten a re-release yet. Just change the music. Well... <laughs> That's what I'm expecting them to do right now with um, <clears throat> the new collection coming out. Because a little while back, they leaked, somebody leaked um, the beta music for Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Which yeah. turns out to, to be the PC version music. Because the PC version of, the, of Sonic 3 and Knuckles came out after the Sega version, obviously. And that used the beta music. And I, I, I personally prefer the beta music over the originals. Because those sound more like Sonic music than pop music. Mm. All right, fair enough. Um, oh, as far as other articles, I know Picross Seven got a release, and that's another game series that's like popular again on the Switch. Is the Picross games and style games? I'm, um, I'm so surprised that Picross is doing so well. They even added touch support in this one, which is cool because you know you would have thought they would have had it already. Imagine um, Nintendo Switch game without touch support. Um, there's also, I think last week when we didn't record, Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero got a, a limited edition physical release on Switch announced because it's nice. like the 40th anniversary of Falcom's series. And people keep trying to tell me to play this game. And I'm like, dude, I, there's a lot of games in this series. Like I'd have to buy them on Steam. <laughs> like they start, that's another thing. Like the Switch, dude, they started with three on the Switch. Like, why would you not put the first two? What is the company? What are, why do they do this? It's so infuriating to me. I don't like it. I don't. don't um, like it. No, it's... Um, you don't think that's silly? Of course it's silly, but at the, 
At this point with the Switch, I'm used to it. I'm used to it, but it still pisses me off. Um, <laughs> did you get... Did, did you look into Astroneer? I looked into it. I figured, figured that'd be yet. a game you would get. Yes, eventually. But like I said, I just got that VR, so I purchased those games, and I, I'm got, kind of working got on got my a, backlog. Once I, get ba once I get back to streaming, I'll be like, hey, it's, it's the year of the backlog. Let's, let's beat some backlog games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, along with Kirby's Forgotten Land, it's his 30th anniversary this year because all of the Nintendo IPs are close in date. Um, mm -hmm. So for their Kirby's 30th anniversary, they also said they were going to do be tuned for other activities. So I don't know what that means, but like, you know, there's some other news that we could get and pop off from. Um, for the, you know, the pink hero. That would be nice. But maybe we finally get that uh, that Kirby collection that was on Wii. Oh, dude, that was wait, that was his twentieth anniversary, right? Yeah, something like that. That was a sick because cover. That that was a sick collection. That Kirby's cover Kirby and collection. that collection was yeah, that was great. Um, there was also I'm trying I'm just looking quickly at what we missed last week, if anything. Um, I know Chocobo GP got a new trailer with some different characters, which. Low key, I've been watching this more and more, and I kind of like mm. this kart racer a lot. Like having Square it's, Enix characters in a kart racer using like fire and then going to Faraga just looks hilarious to me, and I feel like I want it. Did you see that article that nobody picked up where somebody was like, "Hey, Nintendo filed a new trademark for Switch cartridges with expendable memory." Oh, I did see that. I did want to put that in here. What do you think about that? I don't know. It's weird. Like. What would it be used for? Like, would so was, it expand in, like was it expandable memory for developers to do with or for users? It, it's not clear. That's that wasn't made clear with the uh, with the article. It's only they oh, the only thing that they could see from the from the uh, patent that Nintendo filed was that it was expandable memory. I can't go back to the memory card days. I can't. I can't do it. No, dude. If it's for the developers, hundred thousand percent need it like tomorrow. Um, <laughs> that would be cool. But... Like, like, hey, it costs the same amount of money to make a two gigabyte card as it does to make a two gigabyte card with expansion port. But then you can put in your own like micro SD card, and you don't need to download the entire forty gigabyte game to your Switch, but onto that little card. Mm. There's also. Um... Also last week, well, on January 12th, um, for, what do you call it, for um, Janucci Masuda, who, you know, mm. is known for composing the Pokemon games, they, they do, they coded in a celebration for, uh, for his birthday in Diamond and Pearl if you head to Snowpoint City. Instead of it snowing, mm. like, diamonds fall from the sky. And I think it also happens on, like, some other holidays, but, like, that's pretty cool. Huh. That they that they That's threw that in there, yeah. I thought that was a neat little thing. Um, so yeah, Chocobo GP. As far as kart racers, which is another game series that like is very prevalent on Switch, like every single person has a kart racing game. Kind of, kind of think I might grab it, although it's digital only. So whatever. I feel like that could be a fun community game. Um, it could be. And the only other thing I think we didn't mention is that Captain Toad Treasure Tracker was on the free trial, but I think the free trial's over. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like I that should get a sequel, dude. That's a, that was a good game. That's oh, that might be why. That might be why they did it because the sequel is coming. Everyone says that. Everyone says that every time there's like one of those. Nintendo IPs as far as the or like whatever game comes to the trial usually gets DLC or like a sequel and it's like I guess but like kind of far-fetched so here's the thing though the trial is like what seven days yeah something like that yeah you can easily 100% complete the game in that time mm-hmm. I mean if you're dedicated you can beat a lot of you can beat pretty much any game in seven days no no, no I mean like 100% completion including all the post-game content and stuff I think the only game you can't 100% completion in seven days is probably Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I that, think... reminds me of that, that reminds me of that episode of The Completionist. Don't know if you ever saw that one. No. They, uh, they made a deal. Nintendo made a deal with The Completionist. If, they, if he managed to uh, beat 100% complete um, Hyrule War- the original Hyrule Warriors, the remake on Switch, the re-release, right. Right. If he was, if he beat it within the train ride, it would take him to go from his place to the Nintendo headquarters, which I think was multiple days to train ride. He would get a reward or something, but he couldn't. <laughs> even if, even if all he did was just play that game and eat and drink and play that game and eat and drink, he could not beat it in the in the lot of time that they gave him. That's yeah. Well, because you know, there this, you go with warriors. Those Warriors games are just filled with content. That's like Dying Light 2 boasting it's going to take 500 hours to complete. Who has time for that, dude? No one got time for that. Um, it's, like the... adding, it's, it's like adding new content to a Monster Hunter game. Who has time for that? Oh, God, dude. I was on this quest <laughs> for the All-Mother, and it, they made the already hard quest super hard because they gave them increased health and damage, and mm. I literally counted. I did the quest 26 times before we passed it. And the quest nice. is easily 15 to 20 minutes long. So I spent like five hours doing this quest. I remember... I was, um, oh God, it was horrible. I remember playing um, Monster Hunter... I want to say it was four. Put it, and I was doing really well. I, I, that was the first time I played with a... Uh, not the Gunlands, um, Heavy Bowgun. Right. And I was doing so well. And then I had to go up against Gamoth. And he was such a damage sponge that after 50 minutes, my time was up, and he was not even close to, like, limping and being able to be caught. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. The event quests are getting better. Like, the difficulty is super there now. Like, they're buffing these monsters, and it's crazy, like, how mm-hmm. hard they are. And, like, they'll one-shot you with whatever best gear you have. It's pretty insane. Like, they're feeling like um, Master Grade quests now. Um, like, I feel like they're just prepping us for Master Grade with Sunbreak. That would be nice. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. But overall, yeah, I, I mean, I think 2022 is going to be a good year for Switch. I really do. Let's hope so. But, but then again, you know, a new Kirby game, apparently a new Zelda game, if it makes it on time, a new Splatoon. We, 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 a new Pokemon game. A new Pokemon game. A new Mario uh, Rabbids those- game. Yeah, so Advanced Wars, Project yeah, Triangle those... Strategy. No, nope, I'm not done. Hold on. Um, Bayonetta three, apparently. Um, oh, oh, we have to talk about this for like like five minutes. The rumored 
Mario Kart 9 versus Nintendo Kart debate. Mm. What is your opinion? My opinion is I don't care. I just want a new one. That is my okay. opinion. So, another question. Did you see that article? I think it was Super Mario Bros. that posted it. Where they were like, hey, the original idea for Mario Kart 8 was like drills that you could use to drill into the ground and then drive mm-hmm. in underground sections of the level. Sure. But we didn't do it. We eventually went with... Um, Magnetized uh, upside down and fun yep, stuff. Yep, with that. But Nintendo is known to use old aspects and use them in newer games. Might that be the new twist that everybody was talking about in Mario Kart 9? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, I... Honestly, I actually kind of... I don't think I've ever hated a Mario Kart game. Like, there's Same game series though. where, like, you don't like a game series. And I won't say all Mario Kart games are perfect. Some are weaker than others. But, like, there's never been one where I'm like, wow, this is terrible. As opposed to Mario Party, where, like, some of the, the newer big, ones are just not great. The big problem I have with Mario Kart is the further the further advanced we get, the harder it is for me to go back to all the titles. Like, everybody says Mario Kart 64 is still a great game. But, dude, I cannot play Mario Kart 64 anymore. The only title, the only title I can go back to, is Double Dash because it has that unique mechanic that no other game mm. has, with the whole um, having two racers and swapping. And then if you're playing co-op, like one person can control the items and the other drives. Like it's the only one I can go back to because I it's guess, the only one that has it. I guess I could go <clears> back to um, uh, Mario Kart DS because that one had mission mode that no other Mario Kart. Oh, has. dude, Mario Kart DS was fantastic. I remember playing that game for the first time on DS, and I was like, oh my god, we have reached the pinnacle of handheld gaming. I got, in trouble, I, I got in trouble playing that <laughs> in school, like, a few times. I may, just, have, I may have as well. It was such a good one. Um, so yeah, I, I just want a new one. I don't care if there are Nintendo characters that aren't Mario Kart characters. I don't care if it's called Nintendo Kart. I just, just want a new one. That's what I like. I just want a new one of those. I want a new Donkey Kong. Um... I want a new, uh, what are the, a new Captain Treasure Toad, whatever. And then there was one more, like one of another Wii U port, uh, that got here. Like I just want sequels of the Wii U ports. I don't mm. want them to just stay Wii U ports on the Switch forever. Right. Um. I, I guess oh, that. I guess it was uh, maybe Pokémon too, because I thought Pokémon Pokémon actually did pretty well. Um, as well, like fighting game size. I don't know. I, it's just like I just want sequels, that. dude. I was surprised with Pokémon. You know what surprises me actually more at this point? That we don't have a Tekken on Switch. Yeah, I mean... I'm pretty sure there's a Tekken on 3DS, right? There was... Street Fighter vs. Tekken. I think Street Fighter vs. Tekken is on Switch. Uh, 3DS. Uh, Street Fighter 4 was on 3DS, I know that for sure. Yeah. Tekken, and, but, I don't know but, why it's not. I mean, I don't know. We got Mortal Kombat and, and Street Fighter... We're only missing yeah, Tekken. Tech, Tekken Tech Tournament was on um, Wii U. Oh yeah, it was. That's, it even that's had like the smart, uh, those uh, Nintendo outfits for some of the characters. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they're working on Tekken Eight now. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they would go back. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure there was at least one on the 3DS. I think it was called like 3D Prime or something like that. Like Tekken 3D Prime 
Tekken 3DS. I don't know. It was something like that. You um, are absolutely correct. Tekken 3D Prime Edition. Yeah, I, I like Tekken. So I did. I did not even know about this one. Um, that'd be cool, but I, I think it's too late. If we were having this conversation two years ago, I probably would have agreed that it would maybe still happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just surprised that it didn't happen. Yeah, well, I'm surprised. Actually, you know what game would have been cool because of I need how, more. because of how I consoles need... are interacting. Soul Calibur Six. Soul Calibur Six should have been released on all three, and they should have did the exclusive character thing again. They did like in Gen Six with the GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. They should have did that. That would have been nice because that was the one that had Link and um, Link, you know, Heihachi, and, and, Heihachi and, and what's his name. Oh God! Who was it? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like, and then, then remember they did another. So I think it was Soul Calibur three. Did the Star Wars characters, and each console had a different one. Spawn? Was it Spawn? Oh, uh, I think it was Spawn. So like, I almost, they should I almost do that. said, yeah, it was Spawn. That would have been that would have been cool if they did that. Like, when for, when for was the last Soul Calibur made? I felt Soul Calibur Soul Calibur two. I felt was more solid of a fighting game than Tekken. Six Six came out. Uh, I think in twenty eighteen. Oh, it's been a while. Uh, I actually have two. I'm looking at two right now, which is why I said they should have done that again. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I feel like I... all the consoles are in like not that they're comp- not that they're not competing with each other, but they're like in a decent space where like it would have been awesome to do that again. Yeah, you know what the problem would be? They don't want to N- do it. Uh, Nintendo would be a problem probably. People would be like, hey, why can't we play online with uh, cross-progression? And then they would be like, because Nintendo doesn't want our char- their character to be played on the Xbox. I mean, you I mean, you couldn't do cross-progression in 2, obviously, so I don't think that would have been a thing. I don't know. The, uh, the whole thing, though, like, with this year, it just seems like it's they're trying to repeat... Uh, 2017, which is but awesome, because there's a lot 2017 of... 2017 was an amazing year with a good release every month. Yeah, and that's kind of what this is starting to feel like so far. I mean, I'm... Yeah, if, go we on. Get, if we get um, a new 3D Mario game, or like at least a tease for one, along with having the Zelda and all of the stuff we already know about, and who knows what else, like, dude, easy bag win. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. I mean, even if Zelda's actually coming out this year, Nintendo's already won this year. Like, we already know yeah. this. Like, I, I, I can't see them pushing it back any further, though, because, as you know, um, this game has almost been in development for five years now. The only thing I can see them pushing it back, the furthest I can see them pushing it back is March 2023, because it would line up again with the, the year. Mm. I just don't see it going further, further than that. Um as releases go so yeah i agree i don't think they should though like i think they just need to get it out especially if it's on the same engine right like just, which we don't know which we don't know uh it, it should be maybe we also maybe uh maybe it's on the switch 2 engine maybe we also get a new uh whatchamacallit uh fire emblem oh that's another thing dude we have two on the Switch, and the 3DS had 
three or four. And that Two. would be cool. Oh yeah, uh, the first one. The very first one came to Switch. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was really cool that they did that. Um That would be cool. I think they should do another one. I mean it sells well enough and Fire Emblem came out in twenty eighteen, right? So it's something going on, like that. Going on four years. I mean, yeah, I think it came out the same year Smash Brothers did, because that's why everyone was like, yo, there's so many Fire Emblem characters in here. Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? We'll see what happens with that. Um, let's get into some new releases. There are new releases? Labyrinth Legend, January 18th, 2022. So that's tomorrow. Or tomorrow? Uh, Yes. Yes. I, I got confused because I was off today from work, and I'm like, oh, today's Monday. Um... Fourteen ninety nine. This is by Ness America. Uh, smaller budget title, but honestly, it looks like a really cool dungeon crawler. Um, is this uh, ro- roguelike or no? I don't know. The description on the eShop is three sentences long, which is like the shortest eShop description I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, I just know there's kinda... limitless dungeons, so I, that's why I thought it would be roguelike. Yeah, because when I'm looking at it, it, it kind of reminds me of just like old school actual rogue RPGs where you have like one main town and then you go into a dungeon and you explore it and yeah. you die and you respawn. Yeah, I wanna I wanna get this game. Um, so that looks cool. Guild of Ascension um, comes out January nineteenth for sixteen ninety nine. It's a tactical RPG with roguelike elements. There you go. You tactic RPG and ro- and roguelike is the switch bread and butter. You want to yeah. be a, de- a dev? Just make that. <laughs> um, <laughs> one player, two characters, real-time action combo system. There's loots, gears, um, boss battles, and stuff. This looks pretty interesting. Um, I at least like the art style. Um, Windjammers Two, sequel to Windjammers One, looks really I... clean compared to the first one. Not gonna lie. Kind of reminds me of Discs of Tron. Don't know if you know that one. Um. No, but I've played the first one, and I have the LRG, and I'm getting the second one from LRG, so why not? Why There's not? new characters, too. Uh, and returning characters. This is by .mu, and should come out January 20th. And we got RPG Golf Legends, or RP Golf Legends. Um, mm-hmm. Clever naming. I actually got the physical fitness from PlayAsia coming, because it looks like what I wanted Golf Story to be. A action adventure dungeon crawling golf game mm. so <laughs> this is this is always a comparison i make right um golf story is to harvest moon uh, is harvest moon and then this is rune factory yeah 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 that's i i would agree with that uh analysis probably analogy you mean analogy whatever <laughs> i'm tired i would agree with that i think that fits um what else do we have? Blackwind, January 20th. Sci-fi action game where you're in a mech suit battling aliens. I mean, that's... Why, why not? You know, that, that might be the... That might be one of the few under underused genres, mechs. Top-down sci-fi. I like the... Honestly, this kind of looked like Armored Core, and I really want a new Armored Core game, mm. so that's why I like shared well, it. But, but it's a top-down have, shooter. Don't you have Demon X Machina? That's Armored Core. Th- not wrong. It is. 100%. But like I, like you said, there's not a lot of mech games on the Switch right now. Yeah. So. 
And then the other genres I would say are underused heavily as like cowboy and pirates. <laughs> mm, yeah, I mean, that's true. We got Port Royale and Shantae for pirates, and that's probably it. Mm. And um, cowboy. Uh, we got Wild Arms. That's all you need. I'm just saying, they're not, they're not heavily used. Oh, and we had that other game. Um, oh, God. Gunslinger? Not Gunslinger. What is it called? Uh, uh, isn't it just Gun? No. I know what you're talking about. No, it's not Gun. Um, I, it's on the Switch, and I own it. Jesus you Christmas. You own it. What is it uh, called? St Stranger's Wrath? That's kind of a cowboy game. Yeah, it is, but no, that's not what I'm Call of Juarez? Yes. Call of Juarez Gunslinger. That's the name. <laughs> All of Juarez. That's the freaking game. Um, and the final game we have is Pixel Game Maker Series Thunder Striker coming out January 20th. There's more of this because this really looks like a Game Boy game, like original Game Boy. This is the fourth installment in the fictional Game Buddy portable game series retro style shooting. Oh my gosh, look at all these! I missed out on all these. This one looks like Mario Land! I think this is hilarious. And the, the, the developer is called Gotcha Gotcha Games. <laughs> there you go, dude. dude. Did you see this one that came out December 16th? These are, I'm not going to lie, these are not for me. But I figured, I threw this in there because I figured you'd like it. Dude, I'm going to send you this link and tell me this does not look like it's like a ripoff of Mario Land. I'm sure it is. Um, and then the week after, we have Pokemon Arceus, and that's all I care about until you know, mid-February. I mean, I get that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Waiting for the Monster Hunter DLC. You gotta do the event quest still and finish the game. You didn't even finish the game. Shush. Stan. Um... Uh, what else? What else? I think that's it as far as like releases that are like crazy notable upcoming. Yeah, hmm. I hmm. I wish I had a release date for House of the Dead already. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah, dude. I always. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, the actually, as far as games that don't have a release date that I'm anticipating. I would say River City Girls 2. Right. The first one's great. Um, House of the Dead Remake. Metal Slug Tactics. I'm going third party here. Because that Metal Slug yeah. Tactics game, when we when I saw that and I saw it was coming to Steam and then they in the direct, they were like, oh wait, actually it's also coming to Switch. I'm like, you slide dogs. Yep. <laughs> you um, slide dogs. Dude, it has the same art style, but they changed it to tactical. Like, dude, that's easy buy. Um uh marvel's midnight suns yes that's what i'm looking forward to bomber cyberpunk because it looks like jet set radio uh da, 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 da. and i think that's it at the moment that i can think of for stuff that like oh and the teenage mutant ninja turtle game 100 percent easy oh yes easy you're, you're just... into beat em ups ah dude that looks crazy good that looks crazy good. Um, and then, you know, I want to know release dates for 
I feel like we'll get a a separate uh, Splatoon Direct, to be honest with you. Mm, maybe? I mean, they did do that for a little while, right? With the uh, Splatoon yeah. 2 research but, facility or whatever it was called. So cheesy, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was, but, that's easy easy to do. and um, that, that weird post Splatoon 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was great. Um and yeah, we'll just see what else we get. Uh when do you think the Nintendo Direct will be? Let me see. Let's hear it. Fe- February fifteenth. One day after Valentine's Day. Mm, to break everyone's heart with no release date? I like it. <laughs> Mm. I'm going to say I have to pull up the calendar because I can't say like oh it'll be this day and it's a Sunday because that obviously won't work. That's that's why I had to wait. I was pulling up the calendar. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say March 10th. That far out? Yeah, I don't. I I I want it to be in February. I don't think it'll be in February. I just, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. If it's in February, it would make sense because, like you and I were talking at the beginning of the show, they don't mm-hmm. have a lot of, they don't have any specific. I mean, they have exclusive games, but they don't have any IPs specific to Nintendo. So that would make right. sense. But I think March would be good because you can resell your triangle strategy and your Kirby before they come out and talk about Advance Wars and the future games coming. So And February would give them time to get ready for all those announcements. So here's what I'm looking at, right? Um, February 13, 2017. Uh, no, February 28th. Right. Indie Games for Switch, 2017. Oh, that's true. We could get indie games in February. February 13, 2019, Nintendo Switch with a, with a focus on Fire Emblem. February 27th was the Pokemon one. Pokemon February, one February 20th, 2020, Animal Crossing, New Horizons. See, February that's what I mean. 7, February 17, 2021. For the last three years, we've had one in February, mid-February. So Yeah, but you named mm, everyone that you named except one were all focused on one game. Or they were Correct. an indie. They're not going to focus on Kirby for a whole direct, dude. I'm not saying that. This There's might no... be no. this might be that Splatoon direct you're talking about. Oh yeah, sure. It could be that, I guess. But I don't know. I think it's too far out. I don't know because what, did it, when did when did Fire Emblem come out in relation to that direct? Oh, let's see here. Because oh, the one for last year, by the way, was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Nintendo go. Switch games releasing in the first half. That one was a little diff. That one's hard to gauge because of COVID. Okay, so we had February 13, 2019, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which released in July, which was several months out still. All right. So, if it's not in, if it is in February, I'm going to say it's a Splatoon one. Could be. That's what I would. That's that's the only thing I think it would be. But yeah, that's that's the date I'm I'm sticking with, February 15th. I okay. I would say it's probably a Splatoon one then, or if they do one in February, another indie world, and then in March do a like 
substantial one. And tell us, you know, hey, we're making the Switch 2. It comes out this year, and it's available in 83, 83 colors, including see-through green, like the 64 edition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done before we turn this into a two-hour chat. That would be fine. <laughs> no, let's not, let's not do that. All right. I'm going to do one last glance of Twitter for new tweets, see if there's anything. Uh, there's nothing. No, 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 nothing new. We're saved. All right, everyone, that's it for this week's episode of Nintendo Rama. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we hope to see you next week. See you guys then. <laughs>